0: Hey, Love Leaders, it's Dr. Shannon Roberts, your host for the Love Leading Podcast, where we discuss how to create connection in your most important relationship that God designed, bringing health and sometimes healing while deepening intimacy. Welcome to the show. Hello, Love Leaders. Welcome to the Love Leading with Dr. Shannon podcast. We have such a lineup for you today. I'm so excited. We will be interviewing Pastor Aaron Burke and his wife, Katie. Katie and Aaron came to the Tampa Bay region almost 10 years ago, and they um founded and started the Radiant Church Community. It has grown exponentially in these past 10 years. They're working on their eighth campus opening across the Tampa Bay region in two different counties, and then also online. So that obviously is even a further campus of reach. And they are here to talk to us not only about just how they keep their marriage enriched and solid, especially with the challenges of ministry. But what they, because their heartbeat, is for marriages in their congregation and what they offer in that local church body setting and how we kind of partner together in that passion that we both have for this special, unique population. So welcome Pastor Aaron Burke and his wife Katie.
1: Thank you so much. We're honored to be with you. Yes. Thank
0: you, Shannon. I cannot tell you how appreciative that I have been um, with just your support and just the heartbeat that you have, not only to keep um, your staff marriages solid. Um, but also just the offering of um, the emphasis that you put on marriage in your local church. So um, I am just so thrilled that you made time for us today. So welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. I I hope that I did you justice on your introduction, Um, but give me a little bit more. Who are Katie and Aaron Burke?
1: Uh, you well, want to go the story? Um, yeah,
0: sure. Well, would you like to, us to tell you our love story? How we? <laughs> I, well, you know, I am I am a sucker for a good love story. No, so, no, can you it. tell well, me tell me yours? What were your
2: your your beginnings? I I will. I, I love our story. Um, so, Aaron and I met in college, our freshman year, and um, we were best friends for years. Of that, we were in the same group of friends, and we were very close. And um, we eventually got together after years and years. Of, uh, will they or won't they? <laughs> about that time, Aaron graduated and he moved to Sri Lanka. He was an overseas missionary at that time. Oh, did long distance. I thought you know we were going to get married when he came back. We got very serious through long distance. But he comes back and he's decided, I just want to change the world and you are slowing me <laughs> down. So he abruptly ends things with me and we were separated for what four years, I four think. Years,
1: yep. four wow. Or five
2: years yeah. And, and it was, it was like a grieving thing for me. And, um, I moved on though, eventually. So we were still friends. We still saw each other occasionally and he comes about four or five years later, tells me he wants to talk to me. And he says, Katie, I've been praying and I really think you're supposed to be my wife. <laughs> so at this point, I was like, I do not think this anymore. At all. <laughs> I am gone. This guy was crazy. He didn't know what he wanted. And yeah. uh, I can character, all this stuff. But I was like, well, Aaron, you know, I will pray about this with you. So I did. I prayed and we we actually but we both fasted for what was it, a month? A month. Yep. I think, and prayed about it. And, um, he comes back and we go out to dinner and I still did not have any clarity at all for him. And, um, and at the dinner, he said, so basically long story short, it was something I was praying for that I had never told anybody. And he said the exact thing to me that I had been praying to the Lord for separately. It was confirmation that would, could only have been the Lord. And I knew, oh, wow! It. So I was like, okay. I said, even though um, I'm struggling to feel this thing still, I'm going to follow the Lord. And I knew it was. So um, we got engaged two months later and first time oh. out of all those years we had ever said we loved each other. Cause we're like, once we say it, we're going to back it up with a commitment and the covenant.
0: And I so- love that
2: we got engaged and got married and it has been um following the lord has been so good because our feelings came on very strong then <laughs> yes
1: yeah we got married wow. in august of 2010 yeah. and um i was a youth pastor in Pensacola and so we um she moved up there and and so we um we were broke and she just graduated nursing school and so <laughs> i was you know barely making money up there it was a crazy job and crazy life but she moved up there and we um we started our story together and it's been awesome. And then we were there for a few years and, um, got about our first house. She got a job in, in nursing. Um, just everything was getting settled. Just had our, fir- we had our first, we had a little, little dog, um, uh, just had our first <laughs> baby. And then God spoke to us and said, um, you're supposed to move. So we oh, wow. were praying about what that looks like. And, uh, we just had this, I don't know. It's something about, we were just on the same page it was not my thing it's not her thing it was just you know what do we, what do you feel like god's leading us and we both felt like we were supposed to um lead a church we didn't know what that looked like and then we we both have very evangelistic like heart for lost people and disenfranchised yeah. and those who have kind of given up on church and on god and so um we we prayed about it and we felt like the lord wanted us to start a church and uh, then we wanted to be in a big city. We want to be in Florida because we like Florida. Mm. So uh, <laughs> why not if,
0: pick the place that yeah, you? Why not? To.
1: <laughs> I mean, like we're going to be somewhere the rest of our lives. We're going to pick a great one. So we didn't yeah. know anything in Tampa and moved down here in 2013. And um, just on on faith, broke as can be, just believing God. Lived with her family for a little bit, and it was just it was a very trying season, but. Mm-hmm. One of those that uh, eventually built us way closer. It was either going to break our marriage apart or we were going to get really close together. And we got. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love that adversity and even good, good stressors can kind of um, put some oppression on a marriage. But.
1: Oh, well, we and we had a lot of that. I mean, it was the money stress, it was the building the churches. We didn't know anybody. We were, I was working like crazy. She was working to provide because we that was our only money. And so, oh, yeah, a, uh, we didn't have a place to live. And then it was just a lot of very, very stressful season. But, um, but we real we recognized, um, even the the spiritual attack against yeah. our marriage. And, and so we, we made a point. Even I think it was right before the church launched. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it was August. The church launched in September. Um, I mean, we went we went on a week-long vacation just us to um Martha's Vineyard. wasn't it like Ooh. that? Was that year? Like we were so broke. We had no money. Yeah. But we were like, <laughs> but we were like, no, we're gonna invest in our marriage, we're gonna get away. And we needed it. We needed it. We, and so yeah. we've always like used vacations as giant resets for us. Yeah. And so we we we've done that for us. And it's just a big reset. And I um, love
0: that. Now I got to ask though, because there's theories on all sides, but it was just the two of you, right? Cause you're like five children, not then, but you were, yes. you're currently five children in, we right? Do
1: not go on vacation with our children. No, we do, um, we do not. We do trips with our children. <laughs> a vacation is Katie and I. So <laughs> uh, every year Katie and I will go on a vacation, which is together alone. <gasps> So oh, wow. We, we yeah. From couples, and they're like, yeah, we've never been away from our kids more than a day or two. We're yes.
0: Like, yes.
1: Not us. We, I mean, I, I think it was as soon as the baby was able to be handed off, we <laughs> handed her off. And yeah. baby parents are amazing, yeah. and we've had amazing help like that. So, yeah. Um,
0: and boy, that, that, you came back and you fastened your seatbelts.
1: And then we launched I the did. church and launched in September of 2013. And then it's been miracle ever since. Yes. And, it's been a crazy wild journey of really good times, really tough times, but it's been, been fun. Good. Yeah. Really good. Let
0: me tell you, I've been in so many different um, venues and um in your in your church, and it it is exactly what you just described that you wanted and you set the vision. It you can find all walks of life there. It is high energy, it is mesmerizing and, and it's a magnet to people. And they get come and they they get filled up and they leave better. So you have congratulations on that environment and that vision and your dedication for so long. And I know that there have been bumps and, and um, if if you've seen behind the iron curtain uh, ministry is hard and it's hard on marriages. Um, And listen, when you put yourself out there, you're also putting a big fat X on your back because what um, God sees is beautiful Um, the enemy wants to destroy. And um, in this day and age, I don't know if it's even more so, um, but we do see, um, you know, marriages uh, being challenged, especially in ministry. So uh, you mentioned that you make it an annual thing to get away just the two of you. I think that's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Um, What are the other things that you do just to stay solid, to make sure that the enemy can't destroy that which God has built.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, time is always a struggle for us because we do have that. Yeah, a lot going on uh, ministry, you know, is can be 24 seven. And then mm-hmm. our children are definitely they are, um, we're in a season right now where they have to take priority because they're so young. And so having any connection time with us is it has to be so intentional or else it will not happen. So um, Aaron has been very good about that with someone who, who is pulled in so many different directions. (laughs) He has to be very intentional with us. And, um, we try to connect. And so even if it's just briefly every day, so he'll come every day. I love it. We try to, even if it's just a simple moment of, how was your day or whatever? No, because there are times when neither of us really wants a long conversation. We're both drained a lot of times, right? Yes. But having that, those intentional connection moments has for us and our personalities has been so helpful. And so we remain connected even in a little way in crazy schedules.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we try to do a date every week, you know, that's, uh, there's different seasons that doesn't work. Like even this week, we were talking about it a few days ago. We're like, all right, when does I mean, we have something this week is a little crazy. So we have something like almost every night, we have very full schedules. It's a very busy season. We're like, what do we? Well, we have a Wednesday morning breakfast available. All right, let, that's oh. our breakfast this week. So it's yeah. like we're, we're find those times to just get away, and then um, so we try to do that, and then um, and then obviously we try to get away and do a little vacation and and, and trips mm. and stuff like that. But I think the intentionality of of just having that alone time, that connection point. Um, yeah. when we do go away, we try to read a book together. That's always been a way oh, We've done that okay. for 10, 12, 13 years now. Um, so uh-huh. every year we try to read a book that would help us. Sometimes it's a theology book. Sometimes it's a book on parenting. A couple of years ago, we were like, let's figure out parenting. We still don't know that one. Uh, <laughs> <every single time laughs> Cause they, they say, grow
0: and they yeah, change.
1: <laughs> they do. And, um, and most of the time it's a marriage book. I mean, we've read so many marriage books just yeah. to, help us and communication and, um, and just the behind the scenes of marriage. So we, uh, we try to do that a lot and I think it's, it's good. And then just having someone to talk to and, um, mm. you know, someone to, to vent to, and I think yeah. it's, it's just crucial. So, I mean, if we're not careful, busy seasons become busy lives that correct get away correct. from, from what's most important. And so, yeah. um, we just I, work on that. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that you both use the word intention, because I have found a lot of times with uh, marriages and of course, you know, ministry uniquely that, like you said, 24 seven, you could fill up your schedule um, with really good things. Uh, But we're in a generation that if you don't schedule it, it's just not going to happen. But if you get it on a calendar. Um, it's more likely. And so a lot of times um, couples will say, yeah, we've got so many kids going, they have their extracurriculars and I'll start asking the question. You're like, well, when do they go to dance? And when do they you know, go to ball? And, and they, they know exactly when that's falling on the calendar. And then I'll say, well, when is your time scheduled for the us? And they're like, well, we kind of catch what well, catch can. And, right. and that's, that's a lot that, um, you can slip through weeks and or months and never catch while catch can. So you intentionally look at your calendar, steal um, the kind of moments that you can and you get it on and you are intentionally calendaring it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then just realizing that, you know, I mean, everything with ministry, so much of what you do drains you. Mm -hmm. So people, you know, as amazing as they are, they drain you. Parenting is Pretty draining at all times. <laughs> uh, so, that drains you. So, really, I mean, other than our walk with Jesus and mm. our intentional time with each other, um, those are the only two things that really fill us. I mean, we both yeah. need a time too. We, yeah. we both sure. for our alone time, yeah. which is a great thing too. But, but knowing that, you know, when we get that time together, it's not another draining appointment, yes. you know, because when we're yes. together, it's always fun, it's enjoying you know, um, we're asking each other, you know, deeper questions. And I love it. Um, it's it's to me, that's always been an insight of like, oh, man, this is a this is an appointment on my calendar. That's not like mm-hmm. every other appointment because every other point is going to drain me. This is going to fill me. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. And I've been anchored in working with um, pastors and churches for so long. What's so impressive about what you do, Aaron, is that you make sure that the temperature of all of your staff members marriages stays very strong and warm tell yeah. me a little bit about how you have that happen
1: well um first of all we we require one-on-ones for all of our staff so anybody that's a director you you know you have to do a one-on-one with your staff member and uh, one of the questions that's asked is how's your marriage I love how it. You and so because and we've seen it happen um and we've sent people to you like we know like that if the marriage fails in ministry um it's just there there's it's very hard to recover in the church world and that world and so yeah. we are intentional about trying to hit the problems ahead of time and most of the time it is you know most of the time the issue is not this person's having an affair or this person's looking at pornography most of the time it's we're not communicating we mm-hmm. seem to be on different pages you know right. you know th- there's a frustration our schedules overcrowded and you know, they're feeling the tension of it. So we're navigating that all the time. We have a
0: at the, at the front end before it at gets the to the, yes. yeah. yeah.
1: And, and that's why it's a, a weekly or at least every other week conversation, because mm-hmm. um, it's not something that we can go, Hey, the last three months, how's that marriage been? It's like, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay on top of it. Yeah. So
2: yeah. we want to normalize the fact that, Sometimes you'll need extra help because yes. there's a, almost a deceptiveness when you go into ministry that you need to have it all figured out. And if I'm right. a struggle with this other person, then I might be disqualified. Correct. Yeah. And so we have we have openly tried to say, you know, you there. It could be just a communication error. You might just need some extra tools in your tool belt, and that's okay. So we would rather you be honest with us ahead of time. Just be truthful about what's going on. Yeah. And, I think it, it's normal to to have conflict issues anytime you're with another person. So- I
0: absolutely love what you're saying because a lot of times we don't feel like, especially as ministry leaders and or pastors, that we have permission to still bleed and it be safe. Right. Um, right. Because there are concentric circles. This is our livelihood. This is you know. Oh. This is it's sometimes the calling and passion of our lives. So I love that you normalize that approach. I love it. So being a pastor of seven to eight to nine different campuses, Mm -hmm. um, what are you seeing? Um, I mean, we've come out of this Mm -hmm. season where there's a lot of isolation. Mm -hmm. um, We're back in full throttle. um, But what are you seeing as a pattern or a theme that you seem to kind of Get a recurring um, occurrence on hearing from your your couples in your congregation.
1: Um, I think the, um, you know, I don't know if this is a new problem. It's a new problem for me, but okay. uh, but I've also only been doing this for ten years, so maybe it, it's <laughs> but. But what I'm hearing is is the issue that pe- couples deal with is maybe the issue that we're all deal with for generations is mm-hmm. self. Self mm-hmm. kills relationships. Mm-hmm. It's what I love this. Me, me, me. It's mm-hmm. and um, I mean, just I, when I deal with most marriage problems, all come back to the fact of we've got a a self problem. We've got a it's, I want, I need, and, and those things aren't bad. They're not bad, but really a lot of it is, um, I mean, I had a call with a guy the other day and this is, again, it's probably, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a counselor. That's why we send people to professionals. like you. But, um, but I mean, he called me and, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with this with my spouse, this with my spouse, this with my spouse. And I was like, here's the solution. You die yourself. You take up your cross, you follow Jesus, you suck it up. You, you know, it's like, it's the basics. Now there's probably a way better way to walk people through that. But <laughs> in my reality is, is like, I know with Katie and I, our root issue when we fight or when we argue or whatever it is, it's most mm-hmm. of the time it's itself. It's, self. Yeah. it's mm-hmm. I, I, and I think if we can learn to get over ourselves, mm-hmm. um, die to ourselves you know, mm-hmm. and then really live in such a way that um, honors the Lord. We would resolve most things, and so much of about society today is you do you, so, yeah, treat yourself, um, you know, do whatever makes you feel good, yeah. And that's just so opposite of gospel. Gospel is so much, you know, we lay down our lives, we take up our cross, um, we deny ourselves. So it's like, well, you know, she's not treating me the way I want. To. Well you love her like Christ loved the church that's what we do yeah. so wow
0: i um, love this and so i think
1: I, it. I it's probably terrible practical advice but it's the reality is i just feel like there's a reoccurrence of just selfishness yes
0: absolutely. yeah but you know in the christian community um couples will approach their pastor before anybody else because they hold the position of pastor at so high of influence. And so, no matter how you say it, Aaron, it mm-hmm. goes a long, long, long way. So, I love that. So, tell me about I mean, there's this level of intervention that most couples can take from you and your church and, and really build foundational stuff in their marriages and enrich. Um, and we'll talk about the others later, but what do you offer in your church? To
1: keep those couples together. um Well,
2: yeah, we go. do we do see a
0: series every
2: year. Yeah. So okay, on, on relationships, on marriage, and um
1: it's we, the most popular series we do all year <laughs> long. Um, You're you go kidding. To top, you go to the top messages that have been preached at Radiant Church. Um, uh-huh. um, every single one of them is a relationship message. Yeah. People need relationship help yeah so
0: yeah, yeah. and, and i've want- heard i've to, i've even listened to those because yeah. um i i like to know what kind of churches are out there because i refer so many people because i do believe that the the bridge is necessary for people yeah. um to grow outside of professional counseling in a community so and you are practical and you are relevant and i love that you give action steps
1: yeah, yeah. try to yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We also
2: we do a marriage conference.
0: Oh um, yeah, that you did you just
2: recently did the XO Yep, We mm-hmm. do. So we stream it in from another church. We have live teachings too with it. And people love it. I think, you know, um, yes, I think the first line of defense for a lot of people is the minister. They go to them for help, but I think a lot of people don't even know how to ask. They don't know that they have a problem. And um, so when we offer things like this and they just go to it, they'll send There's light bulbs and we see them all the time. People coming in and they're like, oh, I needed this. I didn't even know I did, you know, so just providing those spaces. And then we provide
1: lots of groups, Um, Mm a lot of groups, a lot of them going through books and curriculum and, you know, finding out how to do marriage better in the, in community. Um, You know, I think the church, you know, it it should deal with a vast majority of the issues. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we do, we approach a lot of communication and, mm-hmm. and, you know, intimacy and, and, you know, all of, you know, selfishness, all of those kind of things we can deal with. And then, um, and then we train our staff, like our pastors, like we are triage. Like I, when people come <laughs> to us with marriage problems, we're a triage station. We mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. hey, is there something that we can solve that is, P- obvious and apparent. If not, our favorite phrases: refer, refer, refer. Like <laughs> we're going to find a kind of professional. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. It's the same thing. Someone comes to us with cancer. We're going to pray for the sick. We're going to pray for healing, and then we're going to send them to a cancer specialist. I because love that. We, we understand the power of both. There's miracles possible and medicine. There's miracles and counseling. Like you, yes. so the Lord uses both. So we refer a lot and we challenge them. And we have a whole list of referral referrals and how we do mm-hmm. that. Um, and, and they'll come, people come up to me all the time. Hey, do you do counseling? I'm like, no, you don't want me to counsel you. I'm too, I'm too ADD. Like I'll, while you're, on a cliff, lift. And I'm he's lift.
2: a fixer. So he'll just be like, do this, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's it's, your marching it's, orders.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not good. Like, you know, when we've seen a counselor. It's so great for us. Cause we're like mm. someone to talk to. It's someone to yeah. stuff out. And like, I'm not that person. So, that
2: party is so yeah. Hard. So it's it's
1: part of the body of Christ. It's like, hey, find a professional that can help you through it. So we try to do all of it. So it's, you know, we're going to preach from the stage. We're going to do conferences. We're going to provide groups. You're going to have a triage with your pastor, your connection. But the reality is if there's deep rooted issues, you need to go see a professional.
0: Yeah. I've always kind of felt like um, professional Christian counseling is an arm of the church because um, we do a specialized discipleship on steroids, But without the church, you know, couples can't thrive either. So, yes, marching orders are really great, but sometimes you just need someone that can help you shift those emotions back from the I to the us and the want to again. And so um, but then they need a place to go and be, you know loved on and have held accountable and do life in community. So I love that. So you have a list of professionals that you do referrals. How do you know when it's time, when whatever maybe the church has is in supplement to also this extra level of discipleship?
2: Yeah. Well, there are certain things that everyone knows you always refer to. So anything um, like you said, deep rooted, like um, cases of adultery, um, any abuse, any addiction, things that we have, our team has not been, um, educated and equipped to handle in a healthy way mm-hmm. where, um, mm-hmm. where this could cause serious adverse effects for this, this couple. Always we refer to them. So, really, our, our team is trained in, um, in biblical counseling. So, mm-hmm. what does the word teach? And really, there is. You know that that is our primary help and solution is absolutely the, uh, the Holy Spirit and and the Word of God. So yes, but um, but anything further and deeper that needs deep tools and practical help in those kind of deep issues, always are referred.
1: Okay, okay. And honestly, um, I I think I'm at a place now where I'm just like everybody should have a counselor. <laughs> okay. No, like. You know, like one. If you have the resources for it, you need to have one, just even for maintenance. Yeah. Like, mm. um, it just sometimes you don't even know the issues there until you're, you're in the room. So <laughs> there's, there's sometimes you know it's like you're not. So so. It, I'm it was, not going
0: to go to a counselor. I don't want them to reveal that I have an issue when I don't think I have an issue.
1: <laughs> I, I know. Well, that, that's the problem with most of us. We just don't. We don't want to know we have one, but we all have a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I think part of that is me just like normalizing, mm-hmm. normalizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. normalizing a small group. You normalize, hey, you know, I, I'm, I was with a guy the other day just talking to him. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was great. I was at a, with a counselor and just been able to talk through yeah. some of this stuff. And he's like, you see a counselor? I was like, of course I do. Mm-hmm. Why, why would I not? Who else am I going to talk to? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. not a pastor. I don't have, you know, we don't. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, it's kind of like a fishbowl. It's like you can't really. Right. Get into a safe and secure place a lot of times unless it is, you know, that yeah. kind of real protected, you know, setting. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. I love yeah. that. I'm sorry, go ahead, Katie.
2: No, I was gonna say I think we're we're so passionate right now because we did, we just recently, for the first time in mm-hmm. you know, 13 years of marriage, we went and saw somebody because there wasn't even really anything happening. There was one small issue. That's just been a thorn in our side since we've gotten married, you know, and it wasn't like a huge deal. It was just like, eventually we were like, I feel like we just aren't going to come to an agreement after all this time. So we did, we just, we went to somebody and just even sharing it out loud with another person made so much sense to us. And so we started getting healing in this just from uh, I think just having another person in the room and listening to us.
0: Yep. Yeah. I love that. Something about maybe that safety or security that allowed you to hear each other differently or even speak up differently. I love that. I'm so glad for you guys. So, okay. Um, what kind of piece of encouragement, I mean, can you offer my community as a pastor or a pastor's wife that, um, whether it's personal, and that was pretty personal, and I I appreciate your your open vulnerability there, just a piece of encouragement to my community that you can offer?
1: Um, I'll go first, if you want. I, um, I would just say that I think I think you have to keep the hope that things can change. You know, that the the Christian message is the fact that there is always hope that things can get better. And, um, and I just, I think when we get in cynicism and we get kind of the longer we're around, we kind of get critical and we think, you know, it's always going to be this way. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where I'm, I'm still um, we're 30, we're both 39. This year we'll turn 40. We're still young enough just to keep that little bit of naivety that, you know, what things can always get better, um, with God, Mm -hmm. with counseling, with, uh, with just, uh, just a little bit of, of the spirits work in our life. Things can continue to get better. So whoever's listening to this Mm -hmm. and you think it's, there's no way it can improve. No, it can. Um, you know, it's like, uh, I forgot that passage you'll be able to remember, but it's like <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't suffered to the point of um, to, to the bloodshed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, right. you like yeah. you haven't, people are like, well, I've, I've tried everything. I'm like, did you try everything? Did you go to a counselor? I went to one. Well, then go to another one. Well, that one didn't work. Well, <laughs> then find another one. Yeah. Well, you, you, did you do an intensive? Well, then do another intensive. Like, <laughs> you know, well, I just, if I had terminal cancer, I would do everything I could do to the point of death, to mm. find a solution, to find healing. And I think yeah. if people took their relationship health that way and say, yeah. I'm going to do everything we can do to the point where it is like, there is, I mean, everything Um, we're going to continue to hope that things can work. Yeah. And because I think when hope leaves, the relationship's over. It's like, right. Hope's out the door. We've lost hope. Okay. It's over. And yeah. I, I just want to keep, I want to keep hope alive.
0: Cynicism. Yes. And uh, a big one is indifference. You know, that's a hard one to help couples come back from like, they just kind of give up caring. So yeah, that's some, and hope is the antecedent to that. So um, it can really cover a whole lot of that mm-hmm. emotional shifts. I love that. Anything about Katie, do you want to offer any like words of encouragement?
2: Well, yeah, I'll just, I, I would just say that, um, you know, society would have us believe that it's supposed to be easy and the person mm-hmm. we love, it's supposed to be always lovable mm-hmm. and, um, and our feelings should always be met in the way we expect them to. But, um, but we see in the way that how God loves us, he knows like, you know, we're not always easy and yet still he loves us so well and so beautifully. And the passage I always go back to is Philippians two, where, um, you know, it talks about nothing out of selfish ambition, vain conceit, but consider others better than yourself, better yeah, mm-hmm. the mindset of Christ who made himself nothing. And, and this is the way we are to love our, our spouse is to, is to mm-hmm. empty ourselves and sacrificially love them, even when it's hard. And even really when they, we feel like they don't deserve it. We, we continue yeah. to lay down our lives in the way that he laid down his lives for us. And so um, I love
0: that. Mm-hmm. That's so great. That's so great. Well, how can, how can my community out there, the ones that are kind of still navigating the path of finding a church home or, you know, just getting that groundedness through just a church body. Tell me how can they get involved at radiant? Even if outside the Tampa Bay area, what, what is this online community that you have?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'd love to have you check it out. And we, we, we have campuses all over Tampa Bay and, and uh, Hillsborough County, Pinellas County, and we're con- continually expanding as God opens doors and you find out more information at weareradiant.com. So it's pretty easy. Weareradiant.com. Um, pretty active on social media and on Instagram and TikTok and all those random places, which
0: I know, right? <laughs> very,
1: very toxic, but also very helpful if you follow the right people. Yeah. So yeah. that's um, right. and. Yeah, we have an awesome online community. There's thousands of people that join from all over the United States. And um, so love to have you part of that thing. And if you're in, in town, come and join us in person, that'd be great. But um, it's it's a great experience. You know, I just think everybody needs to be part of a local church yes. somewhere. And yeah. so if it's not Radiant, get involved somewhere and, um, and, and your church will have issues. And if they don't have issues, (laughs) as soon as you walk in the door, they've now got, they will. Yeah. Yeah. So Everybody's got, because it's filled with a bunch of imperfect people. So don't look for a perfect church. Look for a church that you can get planted in that you can serve in and commit to. And, um, and I think it'll make a difference in your life.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's such a good word. All right. Love leaders, you heard that. I'm going to drop the website into the show notes so that you can check it out and um, go experience. We are radiant um, and the one of the campuses are at least online. Thank you guys for being a part of the Love Leading podcast. It's always a pleasure to see and get to experience and talk with you guys.
1: Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. Absolutely. Thank you for listening, love leaders. Be sure to check out all our links in the show notes and visit me at ShannonRobertsCounseling.com. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any others. Until next time, go lead in loving well.